Hello, welcome back to Esto Bakish. It is Friday, so you know what time it is. It's time for our episode of Freaky Friday. I was absent last week. Um, That's because your girl was tired. I had all my notes wrote down for this particular podcast, but I was literally too tired to record it. So here I am. So this is an interesting one. So go ahead and grab your water, your wine, your juice, your vodka, whatever you're drinking on. Go ahead and grab it and let's sit down and have a talk. So, of course, it's Freaky Friday, so we're talking about something freaky, obviously. But this, I ran across this while I was doing research for another podcast. Um, It was, I forgot what the research was for, which podcast it was for, but when I ran across it, I said, you know what, that is interesting as fuck, so we're going to talk about it. So, topic for this week is the 11 sex personality types. I mean, I only knew of two, the giver and the receiver, Um, but no, there's 11 of them. 11 and I honestly wanted to talk about this like in depth in depth but um, I only took five pages of notes Um, I said only like that's that's a small amount but I took five pages of notes and of course I'm gonna insert my little stories here and there Um, but yeah let's go ahead and get to talking about it so the 11 sex personality types. So, of course, you know, I got to give y'all a little prologue first. I got to, you know, lead y'all up into the actual discussion. So, let's talk about it. So, sex is one of those things that should be en- enjoyable, interesting, and a way to bond with your partner. Even if it's not your partner, you should be able to bond with that person while, you know, y'all doing a deed. But when you have sex... What are you expecting to get out of it? Like, what is the end goal? Um, I'm sure that everybody wants to get their nut, but other than that, what what's the what's the point of it? Like, why do you have sex? Think about that. So, like I said before, while I was doing research for another podcast, I discovered that we as humans experience sex according to how we feel about it and what we are expecting to get out of it. We can have sex, yet we both can describe it differently. Um, So with that being said, did you know that there are 11 different personality types when it comes to sex? Now, it's just like love languages. You can have more than one personality type. And of course, if you know your partner, it's easier for both of you to come out satisfied. Uh, But let's see. Um, I got, while doing this research, I got the majority of this research from a licensed sex therapist. Her name is Vanessa Marin, M-A-R-I-N, um, and some other Google searches I did. But I got most of my information from her. Um, so sex personality types are as follows. It's 11, like I said. Um, they're in no particular order, but this is how I'm going to talk about them. So you have the decompressor, which is you can kind of figure that one out. The explorer, the fair trader, the giver, the guardian, the passion pursuer, the pleasure seeker, the prioritizer, the romantic, the spiritualist, and the thrill seeker. I'm going to be honest, 
like I said before, I thought there were only two personality types um, when it comes to sex, and that was the giver and the receiver, which is not listed, but it is um, kind of sort of one of these. So let's talk about what each one of these means. So first we're going to talk about um, the decompressor. Like most of these, I feel like are self-explanatory, but we're gonna get into them anyway. So the decompressor, me personally, when I think of decompressed, I think of relaxing after a hard day. Like, so obviously the decompressor is somebody who uses sex as a way to relieve stress, obviously. Um, these people, the people with this personality type tend to be relieved after sex and in a bad way, I guess you can say, they kind of tune their partners out and what their partner's needs are because they're focused on the end goal of that feeling of euphoria that they'll get once they orgasm. So they kind of are focused on, uh, what's the word I want to use? I don't want to say doing them because that's not the word that I'm trying to use, but they're more focused on getting theirs. I think that's what I want to say. They are more focused on getting theirs than to have it, it as a shared experience. So they are thinking, I'm stressed out. I need to have the sex um, so I can relax. And in a way, I wouldn't say I'm a decompressor completely because I'm not. I'm totally not a decompressor. But... There have been instances where I have felt that I need to have sex to decompress. Like, it is something about that feeling that you get once you have an orgasm and just that body-to-body contact that is so refreshing and relieving. Um, so, I went, like I said, I wouldn't call myself a decompressor because I'm totally not. I, and I'll let you know which one I think I am. But I feel like to a certain extent, we all are decompressors because when you're stressed out, sex is best. Doctor's orders. No, I'm just kidding. I said that. But <laughs> So number two, the explorer. This person likes to try new things, is sexually curious, willing to learn, and wants to experiment. And I think we all have been an explorer at one point and... I think that we continue to be explorers, you know, as long as we have sex. Well, not everybody. I can't speak for everybody. I mean, because my my question is, who wants to have boring sex? Not me. Like, it's nice to, like, mix it up every once in a while. Try something new, you know. Because there's always going to be something that you have not tried that you want to try. I'm not talking about the stuff that you don't want to try. Like, you know it's out there but you don't want to try it, there's always going to be something new that you want to try. Whether it's a new position, whether you want to invite um, toys into the relationship, whether you want to invite people, whether you want to bring, this is weird, like food into the relationship, like whipped cream and, you know, stuff like that. Now, I've never done whipped cream because that's too sticky, messy, um, what is it? 
chocolate syrup, nothing like that. That's too sticky and messy. But I have absolutely done massage candles and ain't nothing like getting a massage and then getting fucked. I'm just saying. Um, it's not slippery or anything. Speaking of massage candles, just a shameless plug here. I do make massage candles. So if you want to try one out, just go to my website, shadycom But anyway, back to a regular scheduled program. Um, so if you want to, like, explorers are people who want to try new things. Like, they are, they are constantly looking for something new to try to keep it exciting. <clears throat> and I think everybody should be an explorer to a certain extent, especially if you're in a long relationship you've been together a while, you know, it can get boring fast. Um, you don't want that because the last thing you want is to have a good relationship or what you think is a good relationship and your partner is looking to be satisfied elsewhere. Not saying that your partner should be basing the relationship solely on sex, but sometimes when the sex get boring, I think people tend to think that the other person is not trying to satisfy them, maybe. Um, but that's a whole nother topic, because I've been in that situation before, too. But, again, that's a whole nother topic. So, number three is the fair trader. This is somebody who wants, I mean, self-explanatory, who wants the experience to be mutual. This person believes in an equal exchange of giving and taking. It's kind of like you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours type of thing. Um, you come, I come. Like, everybody comes. <laughs> like, we're going to both, we're going to both have a good experience. We're going to both enjoy it. And we're going to both be satisfied at the end. Um, I would hope that we all are fair traders to a certain extent. But I know some people are not. So, and I when I say some people, yeah, I shouldn't say that because I don't know. But I feel like um, there are people who are not, I guess. Um, I've never dealt with somebody who's who's selfish um, or whatnot. Um, most people I deal with are fair traders or whatever. Um and, I mean, it works out for both of us if we both get ours. Because who wants to have sex and you don't get your nut? And then you mad for, you know, until you actually get your nut. Which could be a day later, two days later, a week later, a month later, whatever. But, um, yeah, that's a whole nother topic too. But, yeah, fair trader believes in equal exchange. Then you have the giver. This is the fourth personality type that I'm talking about. This is one of the only ones that I thought it was. I, like I said earlier, I thought it was the giver and the receiver. Um, and like with the giver, this is self-explanatory. This person is focused on satisfying their partner and is more comfortable with making sure their partner feels good. I think that I'm more of a giver. Like, I like to get mine, and I'm a fair trader, and I'm a, you know, a couple other things um, that I haven't got to yet as far as personality type, but I'm definitely a giver. I'm a people pleaser. Um, I like to make sure that my partner is satisfied, <clears throat> but shit, I want to be satisfied too. Um, so, I guess 
this personality type, you kind of have to know your partner's personality type in order to know if it's okay to, I don't want to say be a giver, but if it's mm, okay to let them get theirs. Because what if they're a giver too? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, The downside to being a giver is not being able to receive or not enjoying it as you should. And basically what that means is if you're a giver, um, you want to make sure your partner gets pleasure out of it. So you are so focused on make sure that they are getting theirs that you don't you don't pay attention to the fact that you are not getting yours. Um, And mm, I'm not saying that that it has happened before, but like I said, I I I really feel like I'm kind of all these personality types. But before I knew that there were eleven. Um, I knew, I thought it was only giver and receiver, and I just knew for a fact I was a receiver. I mean, excuse me, I was a giver. Because, like I said, I'm a people pleaser, so I want to make sure my partner is happy. Um, number five is the guardian. Um, this person typically doesn't want sex as much as their partners. They have to trust you and feel secure with you in order to be more open and enjoy sex. So, the guardian is usually someone who has experienced, like, some type of sexual trauma of some sort. But once they feel safe and secure with you, they can open up and enjoy sex with you. Sadly, um, this is this is one of the sad ones. While I was researching it, I didn't realize that this was, you know, this was a thing. Like, I mean, I know people have experienced, like, sexual traumas, and therefore they shy away from sex. They're either going to shy away from it, or they're going to be, like, overly sexual and, like, hypersexual. Um, but, um, and I really just thought it was, you know, like, if they were in a relationship, they were going to be um, not as sexual, and if they're not in a relationship, they were hypersexual, if that makes sense. Um, because they want different partners or whatever. But I didn't realize that, you know, people like that have an actual personality type. And that's the guardian. <laughs> um, number six, the passion pursuer. This is kind of self-explanatory as well. This person believes in transfer of energy, so they like intense sex. This person usually loses themselves because they are caught up in the moment. And I think, I I don't want to speak for everybody, but I really think we've all had this type of sex at least once. Um, I know I have, and it was with the cancer. Um, If you know anything about Zodiacs, cancers are very emotional. (laughs) So... If you and just a quick question, if you've ever had this type of sex before, what sign was it with? Cause I bet you it was a fucking cancer. Cause they are like very emotional. Um. So yeah, I, I can see them being one of those type people that have like really intense sex. And um, this person, um, I'm an energy person anyway. 
I'm like, um, if you know me personally, you know I talk about energy a lot um, and how energy is off or energy. And it, and I believe it. Like, if your energy is, when I step into a room and I feel negative energy, I'm going to be like a mute because, yeah, something ain't right. I don't feel comfortable. You know that they on TikTok, I don't feel comfortable in here no more. I'm just going to take a to-go box. <laughs> like one of those type things. Um, but yeah, so I feel like um, this person that I had that type of sex with was we had great chemistry. And not just sexually. Um, we had really, really great chemistry. We vibed very well together. Um, and the sex, I mean, the sex is always amazing, but I mean, it was this one time. Yeah, it was, it was like that type of intense sex and it was, it was great. It was absolutely great. But anyway, like I said, it was with the cancer. So if you've ever had that type of sex, what sign was it? I'm curious. Uh, Might've been a Leo. (laughs) I'm a Leo. That's why I say that. <laughs> but number seven is the pleasure seeker. Um, I feel like this one is self-explanatory as well. This is somebody who is simply wanting to have an orgasm and that's it. <laughs> so, um, they enjoy the physical pleasure of sex and that's what keeps them coming back. They don't necessarily have to have a connection with the person because they're they're just looking to have an orgasm um, or a nut. And those really are not the same, um, to be honest. A nut is just that. An orgasm is an experience. Um, And sometimes I think on some days that that can be anybody. Like, I feel like the pleasure seeker and the decompressor are, you know one in the same to a certain extent because the decompressor is having sex to you know release stress so what are they getting they trying to get a nut whereas the pleasure seeker is somebody who just wants to have a nut or orgasm which could be because they're stressed out i mean to me they're one in the same not necessarily but at the same time when i think about one I mean, it's not hard to think about the other, if that makes sense. So number eight is the prioritizer. This is somebody who used sex as a top priority. So this person believes that um, in the relationship that there's always time for sex. They want sex to be consistent and they might need even excuse me, they might even need a routine. They don't care about how tired they are, how many responsibilities they have, or whatnot. They will always make time for sex. You know, one time, I was in a relationship with a person like that, and I'm gonna be honest with you, in the beginning, it was cool. But then it became draining. So, you know, since like me, I'm always tired. And I know it's, I have low iron, I'm anemic, um, I work hella jobs. Like, I'm always tired. So, the last thing I'm thinking about is sex. Um, or the first thing. Yeah, the last thing I'm thinking about is having sex. 
because I'm too damn tired. Honestly, I'm thinking about, I'm always thinking about money and sleep and hustling. Um, I'm not thinking about no sex. But one time, I was in this relationship where I feel like he thought that sex was like, it was kind of one of those things where it was food, water, sex, and everything else was after that. Like, it was so draining, and when I didn't want to have sex or whatever, he thought I didn't love him. Boy, what? Boy, I'm just fucking tired. Like, I'm going to lay here like a fucking fish, or I can get some sleep and then we can fuck. Like, it was just, it was it was very draining. It was very draining. Um, but, yeah. And that was crazy. It was crazy because it was towards the end of the relationship. Because in the beginning, it was fine. Like I said, um, it was fine. I wasn't working as much. <clears throat> my throat is so dry tonight, guys. And my coffee, I have a frozen coffee, but it's in the freezer right now because it's too, it's too liquidy. So I wanted to freeze up a little bit. But anyway, it was like so draining. <clears throat> Damn. But, um. And then, like I said, towards the end, he was like, he didn't feel like I loved him. Like, boy, shut the fuck up. Because you sound real stupid. Like, I'm tired. I don't want to have sex. I barely want to eat. Like, I just want to get me some sleep. And you think about talking about I don't love you because we ain't fucking. Shut the fuck up. Like, selfish. Selfish. But I'm glad that shit is over. Um, I had a flashback, y'all. <laughs> but number nine <clears throat> is the romantic. Ooh. The romantic. <clears throat> Child, I can't get it together, y'all. <clears throat> That's why I need my water or my coffee or something. Because listen to me. But the romantic believes in an exchange of energy and believes in having a connection. The romantic. Um, when you're having sex with somebody who is a romantic, there's a lot of touching, eye contact, and saying I love you, and, you know, reassurance, I guess. <coughs> Godly. The romantic and the passion pursuer are similar, except the romantic typically does not do one-night stands, whereas the passion, passion pursuer will. So, the romantic is very... Um, very connected, um, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm, I can't think of the word right now. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue, but it won't, won't come off. But the romantic is very much so in tune with how they feel, how they want to feel, and how they, how they want to make somebody else feel. Um, that's the reason for the eye contact, um, the body language, the eye, con- the eye contact, I mean, excuse me, the um, I love you, I love you, they want to reassure you that they care for you and they care for you a lot. I'm a romantic. When I'm in a relationship, I'm a romantic. I'm very, very, like when I'm in a relationship, I'm very sexual when it comes time to have sex, very sexual. Um... I like I like to do a lot of touching. Um, it's something so attractive about the male body um, that I just 
when I'm in a relationship, like, I can't keep my hands off you. Um, I don't know. Like, yes, I am very much a romantic. And like I said, I'm a couple of these. But I'm, I know for a fact that I'm a romantic. Um, and the older I get, the more um, intense it is, I guess you can say. Um, but, yeah. <clears throat> but, and even though I haven't been in a relationship, like, for... Um, it's been at least four years now. Haven't been in an actual relationship for four years. But I wasn't like, um, you know, I had a situation. And even with that, I was very, very romantic. Because um, I guess it was just one of those type of connections, I guess. But next you have the spirituality. Spiritualist. Wait. Spiritual. Spiritualist. Child, I don't know what word I was trying to say. <clears throat> Forgive me, it's 2.11 in the morning, and I'm tired, but I knew I had to get this podcast done, so I'm, I'm reading my notes, and I'm seeing stuff that ain't even there, honey, but the spiritualist, this person believes that transcends, or excuse me, that sex transits, mm, that sex transcends the body, they think self sex helps to connect them to a higher power and these people believe in tantra um tantra is a belief system originating from hindu and buddhism um and it's a way that they practice like liberation um or whatnot i think this is this i could see this personality type being for a lot of people that are into like um Nature, the universe, which I'm into the universe, not so much into nature, um, but those people who are very in tune with the universe, like herbalists, um, home remedies, um, people that really, really take care of their bodies, believe that their body is the temple, um, don't eat certain foods, you know, stuff like that. I can see them being a spiritualist um, because they value sex. Um, so they're not out here just like having sex with random people. They, um, are having sex with a purpose and that's to, as a form of being free or whatever. Know what I'm saying? Like I could see Erica Badu as a spiritualist, um, cause she just seems like she's very free, very, she knows her body, um, and she knows that having sex will help her connect to her higher power so when i think of that like the spiritualist that's who pops up in my head her and probably like summer walker because summer walker is very like um she's very free as well so yeah i could see those two being spiritualists i don't think i could see anybody else being a spiritualist not that i can think of anyway but the last one is the thrill seeker um, so the thrill seeker is, I feel self-explanatory. This is somebody who likes, to, who is like the explorer, except for this, the thrill seeker likes to have sex that feels forbidden. Like these people tend to be on the kinky side. Um, they like to take risks. Um, they like to 
um what's the word i'm looking for i can it's i told y'all it's late but they like to have like i said forbidden sex or sex that feels forbidden so maybe it could be somebody who like into um the dominatrix type lifestyle or it could be somebody who <coughs> excuse me or it could be somebody who likes to have sex in places that are otherwise places where you shouldn't be having sex movie theaters um <coughs> outside i've even heard of people having sex in church um i'm not heavy into the church or whatever but that's disrespectful to whoever god you pray to and it's just too much like you really can't wait until after after church to have sex like it's it's too much but i've, I've definitely heard of it before and um people definitely do it but anyway so like i said it was 11 different personality types and i'm going to run them down again for you one more time and then ask you which one you think you are so there's the decompressor the explorer the fair trader the giver the guardian the passion pursuer the pleasure seeker the prioritizer the romantic the spiritualist and the thrill seeker so which one do you think you are and um do you think that you're a combination of multiple ones which like i said i think everybody is a combination of at least two or three of them um and it could depend on different times where you just may be one like around the beginning of the month when it's time for bills you might be the decompressor towards the middle of the month you might be the pleasure seeker um you could be the fair trader you could be the romantic at certain times like which one i think like i said i think that i'm i really think that i probably am all of them at, or have been all of them at some point in time um and that could be you as well like i'm curious to know um like i said i think for me it just depends on my mood um quite often i feel like i'm a decompressor now in my life and that's because i work a lot so i want to do stuff like to relieve stress whether it's drinking um you know well i don't want to say drinking because that sounds like i'm an alcoholic <laughs> whether it's having a drink i mean i guess you could put it like this some people like to eat ice cream to relieve stress um whereas i prefer ice cream and sex um <laughs> and if you're a friend of mine you've heard me say this before a few times um but i don't say it like that i actually say it a little bit more um graphic explicit i guess <laughs> um but anyway other than the decompressor i'm also a giver the passion pursuer and the romantic i think those are the main um four that i am but i think at some point i've been i've probably been all of them um so i'm just curious to know which one you know i really am so guess what i took a quiz and guess what else according to the quiz guess what i am drum roll please 
I'm a romantic. But guess what? I already knew that. <laughs> so, um, but I already knew this because I love love and I love seeing people in love. Therefore, like, sex is no different for me. Um, but like I said, I'm also the other three as well. So, um, and just giving you different things about what the quiz actually said. It said, I like slower drawn out sex and making eye contact, which is very true. Um, I took two different quizzes. One said I was a sensual introvert and that I'm willing to try new things but may need prompting, which is also true. Um, But um, enough about me. I want to know which ones you think you are after listening to this podcast. But I also want you to go, like, just find a quiz that you can take and tell me what the quiz says and if you think the quiz is right according to what you think or whatnot. But what did y'all think? Did y'all know that it was 11 different personality types? Because I damn sure didn't. Um, Like I said, I had... I had... Um, my mind opened up while I was doing the research for this and it was just very interesting to know that what we think we know is always more to know if that makes sense so again um, it was it was interesting talking about this and I think this will be um, my last Freaky Friday episode this is the last episode in this whole season um starting next week I will start a new season um I will announce that probably sometime this weekend before the new season starts so you can get an idea of what I will be talking about um next season is going to be intense I think for my very first season I did good with opening up and getting you guys to understand what I like to talk about versus the things that need to be talked about. So, again, I appreciate you for listening. I thank you for taking the time to listen. I think this was maybe 30 minutes, maybe 35 minutes long. So, if you stayed through the whole thing, I really appreciate you. Thank you for listening to As Told by Keish. Go ahead and share this with your friends. Have open discussions. Um, even You can even send me a be- message on here um, to let me know what you know what you think. I love feedback. I tell y'all that all the time. And I would love to hear what you have to say. Until next time, thanks for listening again. And I'll talk to you guys soon.